The world's biggest cricket league is about to begin. And the change in conditions and venues, teams have to change their strategies as well. Let's have a look at each team's strengths and weaknesses. I'll also be making their best 11 and see the options they have. This way we'll have a better understanding about where exactly the team stand. Well, here it is. What better way to start this podcast how's at than the preview of IPL 2020 Hi I am Siddhant Bed and you are listening to How's at This is a podcast about stories discussions analysis experiences innovative ideas and latest updates all from our own world of cricket Let's talk about the two-time champion Kolkata Knight Riders. Last time the IPL was in UAE. Guess who won the IPL? It was the Kolkata Knight Riders. This year the IPL is happening in UAE and they will look to repeat the same thing. For that, they've got a very very good looking squad and they've got a very strong batting lineup. So, they've got Sunil Narayan, Shubman Gill to open the innings. So they've got destructiveness along with the calmness of Shubman Gill. Then at three they've got Nitish Rana, who I feel is a fantastic player. And then at four we've got Ian Morgan. Now the only problem with this is that we've got three left-handers in the top four. So if the opposition has a very good off-spinner or they've got two off-spinners, then they might start to struggle because the conditions are such that the ball will spin a lot. Then at five they've got Dinesh Karthik. and at 6 they've got dreras nothing to talk about they've got the best middle order in this ipl now to avoid that left hander conundrum what they can do is actually shift karthik to 4 and play morgan at 5 or play nitish rana as a floater along with either rahul tripathi rinku singh or siddhesh lad as another floater at 7 because they've got such a destructive batting lineup they don't want russell morgan dk to come in the last 3 4 overs and show their prowess they want them to play as many deliveries as possible so nrana and the player that bats at 7 have to be the floaters so now the top 7 has given you sunil narayan who will give you 4 overs they've got nitish rana who will definitely give you a couple of overs on a good day he might as well give you 3 overs and you've got andre russell who will give you overs so they've got 8 9 overs in the top 7 along with dinesh karthik the keeper now what they've got to figure out is who are their bowlers 8 9 10 11 they've got four spots One is occupied by Pat Cummins because they've paid 15.5 crores to him. Also, the kind of bowler he is, you cannot be making him sit on the bench. Then you've got Kuldeep Yadav at nine, and you've got room for two more bowlers. Now you can play either two Indian pacers or you play a Indian spinner along with an Indian pacer. Another option they have is. either playing an extra floater at number 7 you trust pat cummins to bat at 7 and then you play kuldeep yadav another indian spinner along with two indian fast bowlers in either shivam mavi nagar koti they've got warrior krishna they've got a lot of options there now one thing concerns me about the bowling is looking at their playing 11 they've got a good spin attack but if for example someone's having a bad tournament which is very likely to happen or someone is injured they don't have a good backup there and with the fast bowling 
They had a very poor IPL last year in terms of death bowling, and I feel they haven't really covered anything. They've brought in Pat Cummins for 15.5 to solve their death bowling and their bowling woes, but I don't really think that Pat Cummins is a very good death bowler. And they've got the Indian pacers in Nagarkoti, Mavi, Krishna, and Warrior, which I don't think have enough experience and exposure to bowl really good at death. So one thing they haven't really covered is the fast bowling. Along with that. They're expecting too much from their top six. They're expecting overs. They're expecting runs. It's a lot of pressure on how does Sunil Narayan, Andre Russell, and Pat Cummins perform. These three perform well. The team will do well because all rounders, right? They've got to do well. If all rounders do well, they take care of both the departments. And if both departments are taken care of, who is stopping you to win the IPL? Let's talk about Sunrisers Hyderabad, a consistent team with a new coach and big decisions to take. Now, the only thing really I'm looking forward to is how does Trevor Bayliss handle this team? Tom Moody did it brilliantly. Trevor Bayliss is a World Cup winning coach, coached England in the 2019 World Cup, but now will be interesting to see how does he coach SRH. But looking at the team, they look a very fine and balanced squad. They've got all kinds of players for all kinds of conditions, which is a big plus. Also, they have the most destructive opening pair in the tournament, David Warner and Johnny Bairstow. But what that does is fills up two overseas slots, and that is a bit of a problem for them. I'll explain to you why. But before that, we'll have a look at the spin bowling department. In UAE, the conditions will be spin friendly, where the ball will turn, do everything, and the spin bowling will be very handy. They've got Rashid Khan, Muhammad Nabi, Shabazz Nadeem, Abhishek Sharma, and quite a few others as well. So their spin bowling looks strong and looks sorted. Then they have a really good Indian core of fast bowlers. They've got a very good pool of Indian fast bowlers in Bhuvneshwar Kumar, Siddharth Kaul, Sandeep Sharma, Basil Thampi, and Khalil Ahmed. So they've got a very good core. The only problem now they have is in the last two years, their bowling has just tapered off a little bit. The death bowling hasn't been up to par, so if their death bowling again comes back to what it was in 2016, 2017, then they have a really good chance, and that just strengthens the team even more. Now we'll talk about the problem. So we'll make the playing eleven now. So you have got Johnny Best or David Warner to open the innings. Then at number three, we'll skip number three for a while. We'll go to number four with with. We'll go to number four, where we place Manish Pandey. Now Manish Pandey is a very crucial player because you look at five, six, seven, and they've got no big impact players. That's why Manish Pandey at four is very crucial. At five, we've got Vijay Shankar, who is a three-dimensional player, as per se. But jokes apart, Vijay Shankar is crucial for Sunrisers' chances. If Vijay Shankar does well, gives a couple of overs, bats really well, then their middle order gets even more powerful. At number six. That's where the no option strikes. If you play Kane Williamson at number three, then you have to go with an Indian at number six. Someone like Abhishek Sharma or Abdul Samad. 
he was stonking the ball and had a strike rate of over 120 in in the ranji trophy so that tells you how great a t20 player he can be so that's the big question they have to answer if they play an indian at number 3 suppose someone like priyam garg vridhman saha or virat singh or even abdul samad at 3 then they have the option of playing mohammad nabi at 6 which also opens up even more bowling options to you at number 7 they've got abhishek sharma now the only question is do they want to play abhishek sharma at 7 and have no other spinner in the side apart from rashid or they place rashid at 7 bhuvi at 8 have an two more indian fast bowlers and shabaz nadim to fill their 11 that's another question so two main questions they have to ask themselves does kane williamson bat at 3 and is rashid khan capable enough to bat at number 7 in the ipl i think he does then they've got even more options in the bowling attack and if one thing starts working then the other will and if everything is going well sunrisers will do well this season i suppose with the kind of players they have they will go the distance and finish in the top 4 let's talk about the rajasthan royals then a team which every year they come into the ipl they're termed as the underdogs and the last and the first time they won the IPL was in 2008 this year they'll try to reciprocate what happened in 2008 and do they have the team in it do they have the players and the squad to do so i don't really think they are a top heavy side with all great overseas options but when it comes to the indian options they are slightly weak over there why do i say so because they open with josh butler who's who's in fantastic form who's For me he is one of the best T20 batsmen in the world and along with him you have the option of playing either Yashasvi Jaiswal or the experienced Robin Utappa. I feel that since this uh, this IPL is in the UAE they might go in with the latter but there's an equal opportunity this year for Yashasvi Jaiswal. At number 3 you play Steven Smith the captain because if you play him at number 4 then it's probably too late for him to finish off. He likes taking his own time so number 3 is the best for the skipper Steve Smith at 4 you've got Sanju Samson and this here has to be a breakthrough year for Sanju Samson if he wants to make a strong case for himself in the India squad each year he comes into the IPL he does decently well but some or the other way he just tapers off towards the end hasn't had a great IPL as such if he has a great IPL it will be good for both Rajasthan Royals because they don't have those big indian players who they can rely on and say okay this person or that player will have a big IPL so Sanju Samson has a big IPL it's both beneficial for him and the Rajasthan Royals At number 5 you have the biggest player in world cricket right now Ben Stokes. Now Ben Stokes is still an uncertainty whether he will be part of this IPL or no. I feel midway through the IPL he might come in. Until then you have the option of playing a David Miller, but problem is Ben Stokes was equally good a bowler and a batsman. Now if they play in David Miller they have lost the option of playing an extra bowler. So now they have to play an extra bowler just so that they get the combination right. So if they have David Miller at 5 what this does is none of the players in top 5 bowl. So 6 7 8 9 10 11 all have to give bowling options. So at the end of the day you have 6 bowling options in the side. So at 6 You're going to have Rian Parag, who I feel is a very promising talent. 
at seven, they have a bit of problem there. Who do they play? Do they trust Jofra Archer or Shreyas Gopal to bat at seven, eight and deepen their batting lineup in that way? Or do they play a Mahipal Lomroar? This year, they're playing in UAE and they would be kicking themselves. Why did they let Krishnappa Gautam go? If Krishnappa Gautam would have been in Rajasthan Royals, play at M7 and the batting then deepens, the option now is either play Mahipal Lomroar or go in with Rahul Tevatya. Now, what this does is, if they play Rahul Tevatya, then 7, 8, 9 are bowling all-rounders and you have caught a little deep batting lineup. Then you play Mayank Kumar Kande if you want extra spin options or you go in with Jaidev Unatkat who I feel will have great purchase from the wicket since this year's IPL is in UAE and he's far more mature, he's far more experienced, he's stitched a lot of success this year in the domestic circuit. So this year the underdogs as they say could actually have a great year if their Indian ba- Indian players do well. They want Sanju Samson, Riyan Parag and Jaidev Unatkar to do well. So looking at the side they rely a lot on their overseas contingent to do well. They have great names and promise in the Indians they have. But if they want to repeat what they did in 2008, the whole group has to come together. And if the big players start to perform and win their games, then who knows 2008 could be repeated in 2020. Let's talk about Kings Eleven Punjab. A new captain, a new coach, a new director this season and a team full of question marks. Why do I say question marks is because they've got so many options in their squad this year that there are so many questions that need to be answered. First big decision they have to take is, does Chris Gale fit in their 11 or no? Now why is that a big question is because they've got foreign players to fill holes that are created in the 11. And the opener slot is not a weakness per se. They've got enough Indian players along with KL Rahul. They have Mayank Agarwal, Karun Nair, Mandeep Singh who can open the innings. Why waste an overseas slot on something which is not broken? So assuming they open with KL Rahul and Mayank Agarwal, you have Nicolas Poran at 3 and at 4 you play Glenn Maxwell. What that does is now you've got an excellent top order. Now Glenn Maxwell playing in the UAE expects some firecrackers. Because last time Glenn Maxwell played in the UAE, he scored 300 runs in the 5 matches that he played. Towards lower middle order, you have to play a lot of Indians because you need another two foreigners in the bowling department. So you have an option of playing someone like Sarfaraz Khan at 5 or 6 and then you also get someone like Mandeep Singh to bat. So Mandeep and Sarfaraz 5-6. And then you play Krishnappa Gautam at 7. So top 7 looks great. Only problem is that finishing looks slightly weak. So another option that you have is you play an Indian at, in, at number 3. You drop Nicolas Puran and play a Jimmy Nisham at 6. Which deepens your batting lineup and the lower middle order looks much more stronger. And that also gives you another fast bowling option. And towards the bowling, they've got excellent bowlers in the spin department. They've got Mujib, Murugan Ashwin and Ravi Bishnoi, who I feel will have a breakthrough season this year. Impressed everyone in the Under-19 World Cup and a player to watch out for this season, Ravi Bishnoi. In the fast bowling department, they've got Shami, Cottrell and Chris Jordan. And after that, they've got Ishan Porel, Arshdeep Singh. So not much of experience. So they've got to play one foreign fast bowler along with Shami and they have to do the death bowling duties. 
now in the spin department they play an indian or two indians along with mujib i would say or you have also got the option of playing jiminisham at 6 and you or and you play three indian spinners in gautam ashwin and bishnoi now it's getting too confusing because they have got so many options think about the captain then a young captain a 27 year old captain scratching his head who to play who not to play and therein anil kumble has a big part now what they've got to figure out is who do they play and if they play someone they've got to stick with someone last year they played the brand of cricket in which they were chopping and changing chopping and changing they were not and that does not keep the team consistent and as a result players also lose confidence they do not play freely and their bo- options are sorted they have great options the only problem is to choose the correct options if they have done that and their low middle order is sorted then i'll tell you punjab have a great chance of not even qualifying for the playoffs but also winning the cup for the first time Well that's it from my side thank you for listening and do make sure to tune in next week for another episode of how's that a podcast on the sport we all love